Man. And, um, is this cool? Okay. Yeah. It is December, though. It's December, yeah. man. It's just about giving. <laughs> the industry's about to shut down. True. Once they put out Spotify wrapped, they got like one more week, they're going to work, and they're like, they're done. You That's get me? <laughs> they sent me the PDF. They were like, all right. Who was you getting them? Spotify, because you know what they they sent them for um, the podcast. Oh, okay, 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 podcast. okay. So once they do that, it's about to be break time. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. to be break time. No, but who was you getting the Christmas list from? Oh, the Christmas list. Just family, friends. My girl. Oh, your girl. Jesus Christ. And she was sending you the uh, links. Yes. <laughs> it's like mad targeted. <laughs> That's you know what? Fuck me up. Yeah. Nigga, she sent me a link. Oh, nigga, this shit went to Icebox. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you know about Icebox? I'm like, that's the shit you show Instagram. I'm saying, yo, if I can't get your gift at Macy's, I go to Neiman. I go to right, Neiman. Right, yeah, yeah. Macy's, Neiman, and shit. Get fancy on them Saks Fifth. That's yeah. about it. Like, See, I Icebox the, is crazy. I clicked the link. It said Icebox, bro. That's crazy. It's like already a pre-made joint. <laughs> That's crazy. I was acting for like a week, like I ain't see it. She was like, "Yo, did you get it?" I sent her the email. I'm like, "Why you gotta send me Christmas in the email? This sounds like an invoice, right?" She is ridiculous, right? Man. Right. Fuck. But you know hilarious. what? I'm gonna make it happen. I already told her I ain't promised to get you nothing off of there. I might get you a replica. You know what I mean? You remember back in the day when niggas you wanted the real jersey, yeah, but yeah. you could get a replica yeah. of a cheaper uh-huh. locker. Watch, we gonna do it. That's yeah. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast. Uh, I am here cooling. It is December. It's cold as fuck in New York City, but I got somebody who's from someplace that might even be colder, okay? Um, one of the people who, interestingly enough, I, I, I think, I feel like I almost ran into you one time. I had an opportunity to, like, run into you. Um, and it was it was it was during like one of them press runs, but we never got a chance to link up. Mm-hmm. A dude who you know has been definitely admired for not only his rapping ability, but a lot of niggas been jealous because of that goddamn beard. <laughs> Let's just keep it a bean. Yo, we got Stanley in the house. What's gra- what's cracking, brother? What's going on, my brother? Man, it's pleasure. Thank you for having me. Of course, thank and, you. For and being I'm here. glad that we actually got to run into each other and make it happen. Because, like you said, we have I think a couple times, maybe once or twice, that we had the opportunity to sit down and you know schedules didn't align or whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you for always even being open to having me. You know what I'm saying? No, of course, of course. By the way, don't hit me with this all like I'm super humble <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? This whole time, because you know, um, I, th- I think you've always been regarded as one of the, you know, more talented, you know, rappers in the game. Someone who's always had a very interesting story, and you know, when it comes to like even a platform like mine, like trust, trust and believe. Like the, the appreciation is 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 in the reverse. You nah, know what I mean? thank you. So um, first and foremost, you know, for anybody who might be like, um, you know, wanted like, damn, where's Stally been at? That's probably a question you probably get, <laughs> right? You know, Stally has been being a father, uh, a family man, taking care of you know the house and um, enjoying life. You know what I'm saying? I've been creating, making music. Um, just tucked away, you know what I'm saying? But not in a um, way where I'm hiding, but just kind of refocusing, re-energizing, getting myself together. I felt that when it came to you, and I don't know why, I might be off, but this is usually where people either severely disagree or they'll be like, oh, maybe I have a little point to it. <laughs> but this is what makes me me. <laughs> um, there was a point as I was following your career trajectory, maybe I couldn't put my finger on it, but I'm like, this motherfucker is fucking nice, which everybody agrees. Thank with. you. But it's but it's like okay, 
there is there's a there's a couple of other levels that we're expecting them to get to. And that's the point where we were expecting it to just happen naturally that we were probably confused because we may have seen what well, we may have interpreted as a slowdown, but maybe just an absence of presence. Right. And obviously, um, some people might be watching like, yo, yo, he was with MMG, the and third. Um, there was some momentum moving there. I, I remember, I remember I, I was hearing them all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I remember just, just, just kind of going at it with because I'm one of them fans. I love arguing with rappers about yeah. other rappers. Like <laughs> I use rappers as Pokemon cards. Pause. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna argue like about this rapper verse, and y- your name was just always there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of explain to like the the person who might just have not followed this intimately. Yeah. Um, just kind of what happened. Um, I think it was just getting used to being a part of this industry. You know, um, when I came in, I came in new to a lot of people, but I, I pay so many dues. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't like to use that word pay dues, but I did so much in a, um, a short period of time that things came. It would have seemed overnight to some people because when I popped up with MMG, some people were like, who's this? Where he come from? But yeah, you people know, they, were doing a lot of trying to back. Yeah, in, back, to yeah exactly. Yeah. So it's like, but I've I grinded for years. You know, I, I did every show, every venue in New York City. I performed everywhere I could. Um, I was putting together mixtapes, uh, rapping wherever they would give me a microphone. You know what I'm saying? I'm on stage. And when I got with MMG, everything was fast it just sped up Mm. so now at this time you got to think I went from being homeless or living in a basement you know what I'm saying with my family you know what I'm saying with my my fiance now and my daughter we living in a basement to being on the biggest shit in the world you know what I'm saying so now overnight all of this attention like you said people are talking people are recognizing who I am what I you know what I do you know what I'm saying so it was kind of like me adjusting to the, I wouldn't say the fame, but it was me adjusting to the industry, getting to know um, how to maneuver through the industry. The, uh, the industry's a, there's a learning curve and also an adjustment process. And um, sometimes there's certain individuals who kind of lose themselves there's certain individuals it takes a toll on mm-hmm. and and sometimes that just causes them to reevaluate if they want what they believe they want. Right. Because unfortunately with a certain caliber of success, it seems almost tied in. Like you have to play the game, quote unquote. Right, right. And and I'm wondering so what's that adjustment period for you? Because usually if someone comes from um like a background of, yo, man, we ain't had shit and you get in, at first it's like, well, this is a blessing. Right. But then, you know, it's also you realize there's also sacrifices in in a lot of ways for you, whether it's you know maybe your dignity, your 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 just like your morale, like mm-hmm. everything. You know right. what I mean? You you got to sacrifice time with your family, everything. Yeah. How, how's that adjustment period for you? I think that's what it was too. I it was a lot of adjusting with my family um, and being away from them. I was telling somebody earlier. You know, there was times where I was on the road four or five days out of the week for like three four years straight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't, you know, I'll be home maybe Monday and Tuesday and then I'm gone. Rest it, you know what I mean? Then it's repeated for like 
four or five years straight. You know what I'm saying? So um, now when people ask Stanley where you've been at, I'm getting a lot of that time back. You know what I mean? I was able, I'm fortunate enough to be able to be in a position where I can still create and make music and put out music and tour and, you know, and still have a wonderful fan base that, you know, supports me. But I also can take time to myself and kind of spend time with my family, spend time with myself, re, you know, figure out exactly what I want to do musically and creatively. And it doesn't feel like I have to rush or force or bend for anybody. You know what I mean? Cause I'm independent. I can do it on my own pace and at my own pace. I mean, there's a lot that comes with, I remember being either burnt out or sometimes it gets exhausted or it just becomes too much. I remember um, I've always enjoyed, I feel like I've, I've been living a dream even during my career. Right. <laughs> And I remember there was a point where I was doing certain things just repetitive and it was just constantly over and over again. And I felt, I said, I feel like a hamster on a wheel. Mm. We're like, I'm, 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 I'm trying to make progress, but I'm going a little nowhere. Right. And, and, and not that I wasn't gaining some success. It's just that I feel like I was just constantly working and I didn't have time for myself. Like, you know, if, if you're just almost working every day and you don't get to even enjoy yourself or spend time, like there's a time... I didn't see my mom for months. You know what I mean? Facts. And and I had to take a step back and I kind of pivoted a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, well, rather than being the person who just does every day, I got to figure out a, a smarter way of doing it. Right. Was that? Yeah, any, yeah. That's, that's, really, that's, that's great because it's like, uh, it's work smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's what I feel like I, I kind of live by that now. You know what I mean? Because before it was like, you thought, I got to bust my ass. I got to do this. I got to be seen. I got to show and prove that I'm work outworking everybody to be accepted. Or to, for people to feel like the grind is being paid off. But the grind isn't always just work, work, work. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to work smarter. You got to pick your, your, you know, your parts where you need to, or pick where you need to be at, where you need to show up at. You know what I mean? But also pick where you, who you need to show up for. And sometimes that's yourself. Like you said, th there's times when I was going through things and, it, you know, it was the time of my life. We made history. You know what I mean? Like we've done, we did amazing things, but then sometimes it felt like a blur when I look back. I'm mm. like, man, dude. It's I, like you weren't in the moment and like living and really just kind of taking it in. Exactly. It was just like, oh, let's keep doing the next thing. And right. Wow. And it was like next, next, next. Or uh, we here, then we here, then we here, then we here, then come over here, then come over there. You know, like it's like, man, when I sit back and people tell me and be like, yo, remember when we did this? Or remember when you did that? And then I'm sitting and I'm like, I do, but. I don't I don't have a phys or, or like an emotional connection to it because it was just like it was a blur or it was just like going through the motions that time it felt like. And that's when I really uh, felt like, OK, it's time to actually sit back, enjoy and soak in everything that I've done and I've worked for. Mm. So so how did everything so, you know, did everything end with like, you know, MMG like amicably? Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it's no bad blood, it was no, um, like I said, we made history, it was just me kind of feeling the way I felt, and just me knowing the vision that I had for myself and my career, and my artistry, like you said, you come in knowing what you want, knowing what you want to get out of, yeah, knowing yeah. that, you know, you have goals you, you want to accomplish, and I feel like the only way I could do that is on the way I want to do it, 
and just moving the way I know how to move. And independence, I've always had an independent spirit. Even being with MMG, a lot of people don't know. A lot of those things that I did, it wasn't really a big difference. You know Ooh, what I mean? It really? was a lot of me doing everything myself or how I was always doing it, whether it was shooting videos, doing shows. You know, I was overseas before MMG. You know what I'm saying? I was touring before MMG. I was on MTV, 106 and Park, all of that before MMG. Do you think I'm dating myself with those? <laughs> I, I said, hey, I just had a nigga in here that was on BT Comic View. That's my oh, man D Ray. Oh, okay, D, yeah, D- Ray Davis, yeah, yeah, yeah. legend. Yeah, but uh, you know, like, sure. he Shout was on B Ray. Yeah. Yeah, he was on BT Comic View, which, which like, if if you remember back to then, yeah, yeah. come on now. <laughs> hey, do, do you think that maybe would have it, it was um, maybe not the best fit because the, the type of artist that MMG had. Um, it felt like it were more artists that, you know, single focus or just like straight street shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And um, when I look at an artist like you, sometimes in the industry's mind, it might be a slow build. But like the way how you cultivate a fan base is not necessarily by trying to get these metrics that these other artists would, would most necessarily need. Right. You know what I mean? And you have to you have to kind of cater the experience to an artist like you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, was was that maybe also part of it too? Yeah, I, I mean, I would say probably, you know, looking back at it, because again, I'm somebody who um, built everything on my, you know, on my own, really, you know, I was, I'm learning as I go. So as I'm going, I'm growing and I'm growing with fans. I'm growing, you know, like I said, there wasn't a venue. If, if you were going to give me a stage and a microphone to perform, I was there. You know, so everything was building or it's like when you go around and you was uh, after you perform, you're getting people's emails, you know, yeah. what I mean? so that way when you perform again, you can email those people. Oh, by the way, we're going to be at Sputnik tonight or this week or whatever. So it was a real organic build for me. And um, my fan base has always been an organic build. It was never, you know, they were never expecting me to come out the gate with platinum selling singles, even though I'm capable of that. And we could, you know, and I'm sure they would love to see that. But they know that I'm project based. I'm conceptual. You know, I I build it's all built around artistry. You know what I mean? So I guess in a way, when you look at it, you know. Being in any label structure, I'm not blaming anyone, but when you are in a label structure, we're in the music business, so that's what we're looking for, is mm. hit records. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, we're looking for singles. We're looking for those club records. I, I, I look at it like, you know, like I look at sometimes these labels almost like, okay, certain camps, which is like, you know, this is just the mantra of it. I felt like whether it was like... um Say like Dreamville or TDE. Mm-hmm. I think what they're telling their artists isn't, "Oh, bring me a single." They're probably saying, "Bring me the project." Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Definitely. now, again, and might be wrong, but like say, say a CMG or say, say a MMG, right? Yeah, yeah. They might be like, "Yo, yo, we gonna lock you in the studio with this producer, this producer. <laughs> they pop and get get us a single, right? And get us a si- once we get the single, we gonna throw so and so on it, who's also high. We <laughs> yeah. shoot the video, yeah. we going up. It's over. <laughs> right, you know what right, I mean? Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So." It's one of those type Many of things. Many conversations I had. Uh, um, <laughs> in, in, in how you were thinking about it and what you put in work, because what's also lost in the, in the, in the narrative about you is, is that people don't acknowledge or 
may have not known the work you were putting in before MG. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's probably the exact reason why you felt comfortable with, you know what? Rather than, even if, you know, you got out of that situation and even it's amicable, rather than going somewhere else, you're like, yeah, let me do this shit myself. Let me see what's up. Mm-hmm. Right? Definitely. Like, do, do you feel like people don't really acknowledge that point? Yeah, I, I do. And, uh, but I think that the core fan base, the Staley fan, the, the one that yeah. paid attention intimately, they understand mm. that. You know, you, you get that uh, reaction where it's like, well, you should have been doing that or you should have never did that. You mm. know, it's always going to be opinions. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, I was comfortable with that because I already built such a strong movement, you know, for lack of better words, and yeah. such a, a core fan base that I knew that they'll carry on with me. Because within any situation that I have was in before or after, I've never changed. I've always been myself. I've always created the music that I've wanted to create. I've always stayed true to my brand and who I am. And I, not even brand, but just true to myself as a man, you know, keeping my dignity, you know what I'm saying? Keeping my same sensibilities throughout. And I think that's why it's easy for me, for easy for my fans to follow and support. I remember you telling your story, which I always thought was an incredible story. Thank you. Um, you're, you're, but it wasn't like in an interview. It was like, I don't know, you were like sitting somewhere and kind of like telling the story. And I, I still think, you know, and shit, maybe for some people who are not that familiar, mm-hmm. like, how do you make it up out of the Midwest, bro? Like, <laughs> I think it's tough, especially, you know, we, we know a few people that have, but how yeah. do you, you know, being somebody who's, not the guy chasing hits and the guy who's more project based and the guy who's about rapping mm-hmm. and bars. You yeah. know what I mean? How, how does that person make it up out of there? Especially, you know, we, we've always had one or two of those people like, you know, kind of dominating and doing really well in the culture, right. but the culture isn't trying to look for those people to, to breed. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And um, I think for myself, it was just determination you know, having a dream, seeking out it, not taking no for an answer and putting in the work. Um, I carry the blue collar mindset, you know, that's why it's blue collar gang, you know, that's yeah. the, the brand, the label, the everything, you know, because I, I, I'm somebody who's always been peel your ears back, put your head down, go through the blaze, don't look up until you get what you want. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's where, where, where I carry my mentality throughout. Um, I've been blessed to, you know, see many parts of the world from music, from hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And being from a small town in the Midwest, it's just been a blessing. And to be able to come to New York and be accepted the way I was too, you know, just from me being myself and having good raps, you know what I mean? And having relatable. That's um, one thing New York is, New York is always open to a motherfucker who can actually rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think and, it'll ever change. No, I don't think it will ever change. And I think that's why I got a lot of opportunities where I did. Um, like I said, many stages. I was telling somebody again, you know, I've performed in every venue in New York City except for the Madison Square Garden. Really? Even the Barclays, ever, you know what I mean? I've, I've had a show or I've performed. That in little like, PlayStation Theater? I've never been there, though. I've, yeah. I've never been to most yeah. of these places. Irvin Plaza? Irvin Plaza. Um, uh, um, um, what's that shit called? Highline. Okay, Highline Ballroom. What's that joint called? It, it it's uh terminal yeah terminal, terminal uh five right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. me and actually I performed there with Kendrick on the BET Music Matters tour really yeah we performed there so every venue that you can think of I perform that that's interesting I wonder you know someone who's been um 
you know, that multifaceted and also like touch the people in the sense of that they've seen you mm-hmm. in person. Does that affect that you pick up people here and there, especially like say you go on a tour with like a Kendrick? Because I know they probably see it and recognize the talent. Yeah, like yeah. this motherfucker could spit, bro. Definitely. I, every time, you know what I mean? Especially, you know, going on tour with Kendrick, you pick up so many people along the way. Um, new fans, you know, we were talking about it um, where, you know, New York City, you perform, and a lot of times you don't get a reaction. You know, people yeah. just looking at you. Niggas from South, down South, you just come up here and get booed. You <laughs> yeah, see, uh, niggas know? just yeah, exactly. shot back numbers while shit's going on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Not, it, was t- it was tough for a it bit. It was tough. Not, so, it's still tough, I believe. Yeah. So when you um, are on that stage and you're performing and you, you capture the audience and you get their attention, sometimes it's not hands up or it's not hype. But when you get off that stage, everybody's like, yo, you killed it. And you like, damn, I couldn't tell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but it's because people are really listening to what you're saying. And that's a blessing in itself. And that's what I said. That re- reception, you know what I'm saying, from yeah. the people and from the city, you know, it, it, it does wonders for you. Because like they say, you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. That's a fact. One thing I do, I, I have and I do like about you, you don't seem like a complainer, man. Nah, I've never seen you just be like, well, well the reason why this ain't happens is because of this and this, that, and the third. And like, there's a couple of artists like that. Like, they give you like 50 reasons and like, God damn, nigga, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that goes into this, you know, into you even saying like, you know, like your, your whole like situation is just about like blue collar type of, you know, mantra where mm-hmm. just fucking put some fucking work in. Yeah, that's it. We, we spoke about this before, you know, yeah. like, and it's like, put the work in, it's going to pay off. Have you ever, well, clearly what not. What talent? No, yeah, you're right. What you're talent? Right. Um, I'm asking a rhetorical question because I know the answer already. <laughs> but um, have you ever felt like, well, man, I did the work already. Like, I could still see you're putting in, like, ground level work and shit, you're down to do what it takes to get to the position you want to get to. I see a lot of artists getting their own way based on the fact that, they're they're just unwilling to put in the work. Yeah. Or keep putting the work. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. And um you can't get down on yourself. Mm. You can't you can't stop working. You can't stop uh whatever got you there. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people lose focus on that. Whether it's with success or without success, they lose focus on what got them to the point where they received any type of success or any type of payment, you know, whatever, because that's all what we do it for. We do it because we love it, but we do it also to provide for our families and provide for ourselves. Like, we don't do it as a hobby. So, again, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to moan. I'm just going to put in the work and do what I can to get to where to accomplish my goals. And it goes back to your question earlier about even leaving the MMG. I don't never want to blame somebody else. I don't want to blame MMG. I don't want to blame Atlantic for something that happened to me or could have happened to me. It's all on me. No, Atlantic a little trash. I'm going to keep it real. I'm looking for you. They're a little trash. They're a little trash. I'll let you say that. But, you know, you know, I'll let you say that. But, you know, why not get another deal though? Because you definitely get it. Yeah. yeah. And I've had opportunities, you know, like that's something that I've had. I've had many opportunities to, you know, do, do 
other major label deals. But for me, it, I love the independence because I love the oppor- I love the ability to be able to do partnerships. We was talking about partnerships. Okay. So I want to partner with someone. Now, if I can partner with a label for a project or two or whatever, then let's do that. But oh, okay, so you're, you're, you're open, I'm to, open to that. It's yeah. just not like you about to just fucking all my masters and I'm here for yeah, five it's, albums. It's, and right? No, we can't. You think he's gonna shelf me when you want <laughs> yeah, to and just treat me like a piece of shit? It's not okay. I no, that's that. what they do. Yeah, yeah, you know, or that's what course. they will do. Yeah, Whether yeah. you can be, you know, the the main focus one minute, you can be the nigga on the shelf the next minute. You yeah, know the word priority in the label structure means a lot, man. Right. So it's priorities for sure. But again, I'd rather have my independence own you know, the rights to all of my music, my master, everything, my publishing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not sharing, but I can partner with whoever I want to partner with, whether it's a major label or a distribution company, or if I'm just doing a one-off with Mountain Dew, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Red yeah. Bull or whatever, but I just want to, I love the freedom when people call my phone, yo, you want to do this? You want to do that? You can make the final I can make the final decision. <laughs> not like, all right, let me go holler at, okay, I get it. Right. There's no holdups. There's no roadblocks. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, yeah, either yeah. I want to do it or I don't. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think that's important. I'm, I'm wondering what do you think, like, even the like the atmosphere of music is right now? Because I think music is going through a lot of changes. And, um, you know, there's always multi, multiple different facets of it, whether we're talking about mainstream or, like, just the stuff that people are consuming a lot. Um, and, like, even, like, at, at the top of the mainstream, like, I've looked at someone like Kendrick, and, you know, Kendrick or even Cole and shit. I've looked at, like, you know, J.I.D. as well. Yeah. And I've looked at these individuals and I'm like, it, it it feels a little bit different this year than other years where the narrative was about a lot of what those people used to look at artists, even like you, like, mm-hmm. hey, these guys are, they're eloquent enough, great at rapping enough, also conscious enough to basically also deliver messages through music. Right. And, and, I, and I felt like this year, the most prevalent music has just been like some street shit, man. It's just like street music is like, it. it's like, like niggas, you kill somebody, all right, get in the studio, nigga. Get in the, like you about to go platinum. Yeah, yeah. And I've always just said, just in reality, um, the culture and music is cyclic where it always comes back. Yeah. It always comes back around. And I think it's about to make a shift. Like, in, yeah, so. they, sh- they lock everybody up who's rapping next anyway. <laughs> so the, the, the next wave is, you know, it usually goes a little bit more conscious and people want to want a little bit more substance and yeah. the substance that's maybe a little bit better for the soul where it's just not as destructive, where it's just all about, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. Um, you obviously have to exist in both, in both environments. Yeah. Um, do you kind of notice, like, when music starts to shift and like, how does that affect you? Yeah. I I feel like as an artist, I always kind of feel it or even before, you know, I can feel a shift where it's going. Um, I can't pinpoint on what it is or why it is, you know what I mean? Um, But it's always a feeling. I think that, um, out of the pandemic, people just wanted to have a good time. You know what I mean? They wanted to enjoy themselves. You know, everybody was stuck in the crib for two two years, basically. So I think that's where the street music and the music that sounds good in the clubs, kind of mm. thoughtless, not, you know, shitting on that music, but just kind of like, thoughtless, I don't got to really think about it. I can just hear the beat and rap along and have a good time, you know. But there comes a time when you got to refocus and recenter yourself as individuals. You know, hip-hop goes where we go you know what I'm saying so if we doing drugs and on some bullshit that's where the world is going or that's where you know because that's what hip hop is controlling you know what I'm saying it's kind of controlling the minds of everybody sadly you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but 
So I think there's a responsibility of as an artist for myself is to give you a little bit of jewels. You know what I'm saying? What they say, put the candy in the medicine or medicine. Yeah, you got the medicine in the candy. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying. So for real. it's that and um. But I do think there's a shift and I think that people are, you know, wanting because of all the unfortunate, you know, situations with people getting locked up, people passing away. I think that there are people wising up and, and starting to think like, man, there's more to it. There's more to life. I definitely want to hear something different or I want to hear something that I can apply to my life to make me a better person. You know, um, I think that hip hop is missing that um, that those teachable moments. I know a lot of people say it's boring or preachy, but I think that we are missing a little bit of teaching teachable moments where we can help each other become better people. You know, and I guess what I was trying to also say is like the balance. So so it's and obviously, you know, when you say that there's going to be somebody who's listening saying, well, there is balance. You're just not looking for it. I guess what I mean, representation on a certain level. Right. Mm -hmm. There's always balance in the game. It's just that, again, I think for every for every push, I see a little dirt. There should be, you know what I mean? Should yeah, be yeah. A, another motherfucker who's who, you know, is also giving a, a different aspect of things. Yeah. And um, I, as I'm watching right now, it feels like heavy loaded over one side. But, you know, I, I think it's coming back around. How, has that affected your creative process? Because, like, for example, I could, like, I'll use Jordan Lucas as an example. Mm -hmm. You know, Jordan Lucas, I think, is a really fucking incredible, um, you know, thematic, you know, creator. Mm -hmm. Like, like he's created, you know, he uses art to tell certain stories and depict certain things. I'm like, that's fucking amazing, right? Yeah. But then at times, I think he probably doubts himself to say, well, these niggas won the 808 and the fucking just turn up, turn up, turn right, up. Right, right, Like, I've seen him try to make some of those records as well. And, and that probably got to be a little bit conflicting too because, yeah. you know, no artists don't want their art to be heard, but also you don't want to just completely abandon what really feels true to you. How do you balance that? I think I balance that by a uh, great question. You know, I think I balance that by creating uh which I did my own genre, you know, it's called intelligent trunk music, ITM, mm. because growing up, that's what I'm growing up in the Midwest. We listen to shit that's slumping in the car. You know what I mean? We listen to everything, you know, from all coast, east, west, north, south, whatever. So in the Midwest included. So I think I try to balance it with because I like all music i like all di different sides of it so the way i apply it by being myself is adding those 808s adding certain sonics to the music that feels right to me but i can still speak how i speak over it if that makes sense yeah no no absolutely i, I i've oftentimes even said well let's use kendrick as, I, I feel like i'm using a lot of examples today but it's all good. <laughs> let's use kendrick as an example um I, I I thought that To Pimp a Butterfly was one of his best albums, mm -hmm. but I thought it was one of his least palatable albums, which means it was just applicable to everybody. He put some, you know what I mean, m uh, um, some beats that niggas like and, and some more melodies like he did on Damn. Oh, yeah. niggas love it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that beat bouncing on, on Humble. <laughs> yeah. he, right, right. I mean, he tell these women to love themselves, you know what I mean? All we hear is like, oh shit, like this yeah, is yeah. going crazy. So <laughs> right. sometimes the instrumental and, and, and kind of, and I think even Nas has done that too. Yeah. You know? Again, like, it's sonics, you mm. know what I mean? Because we we going off of, I mean, it goes deep into mute, but it going off the rhythm, the drum, the, the way the shit hit. It, it can... It can be dark or it could be light. You know what mm. I mean? It could be heavy or it could be 
uh, uh, it could be fun. You know what I'm saying? So I think it, the production is really where it starts. If you know what I mean for most artists, because it, it just turns the mood, it shapes the mood. But what you like you said, Kendrick was saying uplifting women on that same thing. You can do that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think it's. I think that's the definition of putting the medicine in the candy. Yeah, definitely. Right? Because like... Prime example. You know what I mean? If <laughs> niggas, niggas all just want to dance to the beat. Like if you're watching Rolling Loud, man, niggas is going crazy. I've seen niggas dance to, be, to, to songs they don't even know. But the beat's hitting. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. The beat is hitting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Again, and it, there's a lot of people... You know, so that's a, the thing when you talk about lyricism or um, things being palatable or whatever. It's like a lot of people only listen to music for the production. True. That's that's what, or they listening for the flow over I, the production. They I, not listening to what you're saying. They just I, hear I the, that's the, a, the back of the back of the back. Shit, that's been a discussion I've been trying to have <laughs> with, with with certain type of individuals because I'm over here championing the, the the engineer. I think of course. I think they need that pub split. Of course, you know what I mean. And, and shit, <laughs> I, I I think they might have to to slide a little bit more royalties to of the producer <laughs> if. You ain't you without this producer and this dude making your voice sound like that. How much is really you? Exactly. You know no, the mean? engineers would be the real. Yeah, the key engineers be cooking it up. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I've seen them work. I know some engineers <laughs> like for a certain artist, they cook up a template and they'll never give it out. Yeah, the, oh, temp- yeah. the templates and, and Pro Tools. That nigga <laughs> sound it. like shit until he put the template on. <laughs> right. That nigga sound like Travis Scott afterwards. Like, <laughs> exactly. holy, exactly. That's great. Nah, the engineers they definitely like. I mean, produ- producers too. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, it, it's it's a it's an interesting like you know, um, just time where we're in. Since you've been independent, who have you been like you know locking in with? As far as artists go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just listening to either or uh, um, a little bit of everybody, you know, I, of Kendrick, of course, but Future. Um, I, I'm gonna be honest though; I don't listen to a lot of hip hop. Really, what I you really to? don't. I, li- I mean, I listen to like Arctic Monkeys, and you know, what really, I mean? yeah, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I vibe. I like Men I Trust, and you know, Tori Moy bands like that. You know, what I'm saying so. I kind of that's my vibe because I'm so every day with hip hop and with you know music. Sometimes I just need to kind of free my mind a little bit from it. When I and I don't listen to Arctic Monkeys, but <laughs> you should. I, I'm gonna try it out. The album the, it's called The Car. It's amazing. Um, when when I start start listening to artists outside hip hop or I listen to other genres, sometimes I feel like a sellout. I'm like, nigga, you're supposed to be the hip hop guy. I go, I've been testing it though, because r- recently I've been listening to a lot of like you know, Afrobeat the genre. Oh my oh, god, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of that. Should I, I, I even go lie to you? Too. I've been listening to a lot of Latin trap, man. Like they got Bad Bunny all over my fucking playlist, yeah, man. I'm like, Bad Bunny. I listen to Bad. I started Bunny. posting my Bad Bunny niggas thought I was getting paid. I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> that's just kind of y'all think music is like global now, <laughs> right. you know, like. I don't know time? no Spanish and I love Bad Bunny. Well, I think that's where <laughs> we're in this interesting time where those, you know, I think artists have definitely tried to do it, either genre um, blend or, you know, kind of break down the boundaries of what's known as traditional or acceptable versions of rap or sonics when it c- come, came to rap. But I think we're in the time now 
where I think music is just the most global. Like there, there are certain sounds that sound more cultural or sound more, you know, hip hop and traditional, and you might gravitate towards those. But I just think music is kind of getting open now, mm-hmm. man. It's getting open, I and, and and I think the people who could, you know, even your your listening palette, like grabbing some of those influences and kind of like putting them in the music. I think that's the, the way definitely. now, bro. Yeah, definitely. And um, you a lot of those people, I would say, are more inspiring to me than listening to hip hop because yeah, and it's boy. not even just it's not what the you know again it's i could be listening for the sonics of it for how they're you know putting the record together how it's being mixed you know what instrument you know they might be using dry 808s you know what i mean they might be using uh different horns or whatever so it's like oh okay those are things that I, maybe i can apply or i can tell the producers i work with yo let's try to flip this or use this type of you know sound whatever just to do things to challenge me you know even more as an artist you know what I mean? Hey, you be nice about it. What you're really trying to say, man, hip hop boring as fuck this year, man. <laughs> Jesus, it's a it's a whole lot of mid this year, man. I'm telling you. This I'm telling I you. I like that get, word for hip hop. It's going to get back to when people <laughs> want actual great albums. Because these days it's been like, all right, cool, you got a couple songs in the club and drop a couple songs that sound like the couple songs in the club. And it's <laughs> straight mid. Right. Because those are the B and C versions of the actual good song you right. had. But... When people are starting to accept it and call it out to say, yo, this is, these are forgettable, mm-hmm. you're going to have people start locking in on albums. I agree. This is how you get people to, to do, like, great creative, you know, work of art. Like, like we've seen Tyler do oh, amazing yeah, yeah. things. Definitely. And, you know, pushing creativity, and it's going to be memorable. Yeah. So yeah. once we get to this point, people are going to look at these motherfuckers like, yo, bro, yeah, some of y'all can rap, but, bro, you're making an album just all replicating the same song Definitely. that worked. Yeah. That's all they do. And that's where I think you come in, where it, people get to appreciate a body of uh, of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you're not the person who's going to be like, yeah, I'm about to give you a single that everybody in the world is going to play. But shit, you go, you're going to give the album that people are going to be like, this is a fucking solid piece exactly. of work right here. Every time. And Every that's time. the that's the cyclic, you know, approach. I yeah. And that's that's the goal always, you know, to give you a piece of a, a body of work that last years and years you know what i mean i want you to be playing it for your grandkids grandkids you know what i'm saying um that's the that's the goal always and i think that what you just said is exactly what's going to do what's going to happen this is going to come back around to people appreciating the albums you know what i mean down to the artwork the packaging how you present it how you display it to the people you know what i mean um and not just a, a record on tiktok or a record in the club or the radio um, that's cool. I, I tell people all the time, like a lot of people make albums now to get two or three songs taken off that album and put on somebody's playlist. Yeah. Well, well I mean, rap caviar and TikTok run the whole place. I always, <laughs> like, <laughs> so but even people's Jerry. personal playlists. Yeah, yeah, true too. You know, true like too. So, so a lot of times people will listen to an album and they'll pick their favorites and then just put it on their personal playlist and only listen to those songs that they put on their playlist they won't go and listen to the album top to bottom the art of the of the album is what i mean the art like how people normally enjoyed an album i believe it's almost becoming different and i was wondering i was having this conversation about how kanye and his album um rollout was and I'm, i'm like to get people to appreciate an album 
in the form of how you create it. Do you have to almost, it's kind of like the movies. The reason why piracy with music and piracy in the in movies start at the same time. Nigga, I was downloading Spider-Man on my computer. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. shit was just on there. Right. <laughs> but what kind of just came out, I'm in the theaters again, right? Yeah, yeah. What happened with music is once niggas was down, downloading Get Rich or Die Trying or whatever, like, you yeah. know, Kanye's up graduation at the time, <clears throat> they never really went back. Music had to adjust and be like, oh, okay, just stream it. Okay, it, 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 it was an accepted devaluation of the... Um, Music itself, but also the album. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where, like, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm stop me if I'm definitely doing too much tangents. Nah, like, for example, <laughs> I was asking someone, I'm like, yo, I was like, why the fuck is Taylor Swift selling so much? And they're like, well, Taylor's selling so much because Taylor is putting out vinyls. And she sold a million vinyl for six months till her, till her, till her, till her album came out. Wow. So I said, why don't rappers do that? They said, well, if a rapper puts out his album and sends it to the label, if he sends his label, if Drake sends his, his album to the yeah. label three months before, that shit's leaked in three days. Definitely. So Drake got to turn his music the week up. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of how we are as a culture where maybe the only <laughs> way to start appreciating albums again is for there to be some type of experience. Because that's why I was trying to use the analogy with the movies. Yeah, yeah. Going to the movie theater is an experience, right. right? Right. And even if you could have watched it at home, right? Maybe you still could download those those movies. It the experience is valuable enough for you to enjoy the art in that way, right? And I'm wondering when it comes to like an album, and you're one of those album artists. Mm -hmm. How do, how do you make that that experience like special for a fan? That's a good question, and I think that's something that I've been trying to figure out along the way is. What what can we do to get people off their phones and off the computers? You know what I mean? Well, how can we bring them into my world and create that experience? You know what I mean? What does that look like? So it's a great question, and it's something. Or even that to listen I, to an album from A to Z, right? Yeah. Rather than oh, oh, I took three songs off it for the album. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Yeah, I think that that comes from creating a conceptual project like somebody up there loves me that's out you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you create a conceptual project and you give them the experience through the music you know what I mean you give them a story top to bottom something that they can follow along with that they feel like they have to listen to in order okay you know you see what I'm saying no, 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 it's all you can't watch a movie in parts yeah yeah you got to Listen, you can't read a book in parts. You could, but you, you know what I'm saying? So you got to give them an experience through your album where it's like, I have to listen to this track one to the last track. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. And that's what I'm saying. For the people who go out of their way to do that, I look at them almost like as a different caliber. And shit, I, have a lot, I had um, T Grizzly who sat here and he basically said, listen, I'm doing these little mini movies for each song because they're a part to a bigger story. And I'm like... That's dope. Yeah. Because now the fan ain't going to be like, oh, no, this just sounds like the last hit song you had. Someone <laughs> just bump it. Now it's going like, yeah, let me digest the whole project. Right. Which is going to be important on how people view you. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got to view you on your hottest song on the tape. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's storytelling. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's important that we do some storytelling and we let the people into our world. Storytelling, I think, is one of the lost arts. Who do you think is some of the best storytellers now? Rapping? Well, I mean, just all around because, because because stories are told in yeah. Oh, that's that's. Um, 
I, musically, I, I like Frank Ocean is a great storyteller. True. I think, you know. Um, as far as outside of that, I mean, you got to, it's like big brands like Nike and those guys, you know, they tell stories because they sell you the same thing over and over again, but they give True. you different parts of a story. You know what I mean? So those bigger brands, you know, I think they, they do good storytelling. So who's ever behind that? Um, Except Balenciaga, they was trash. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what story they was trying to sell. Yeah. Nah, fam. They was trying to sell some a horror story. Yeah. Jesus. Nah, facts. But um, yeah, so j just to name a few, I think that I'm a great storyteller. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Through through the music and through um, my experiences, I think that every album that I've created or every project that I've created, because I wouldn't say they are official albums, but every projects that I've that I've created has been. Almost like a novel, you know what I'm saying? It's it's different chapters, but more, I mean, well, it's different novels of my life story. Mm. You know what I mean? And I try to give people that through the music. I try to give people that experience through the music. You know what I mean? What would you say your most recent project? Um, what story is that telling? I think it's telling a story of Stally, where you've been at. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's a question where people will, you know, some, uh, you know, I, I want to speak on this because I know even with the following you have, you know, a lot of people will be like, they, they always want to say in the comments, like who, who's this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that person, you know, I've never heard of this person or that he still rap or that, you know, it's like quite because people act like you can't live your life outside of catering and feet and them constantly yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. and that's why I said it's about that wheels it's about that yeah. hamster wheel so it's like I can live my life I can enjoy the fruits of my labor I don't have to come to your beck and call every time you know what I'm saying Absolutely. so I think that that's really it it's just giving them an experience um, through the music also with this project is kind of bringing people up to date where I've been, what I've been up to, what I've been doing. Um, kind of, you know, I'm not the same person I was when you might have first heard me or from the last project. You know what I mean? Whatever the last verse or record you heard from Staley, I'm not that no more. There's a lot of growth, and I love that I grow every day, so I just put that through the music. Mm. So I think you'll you'll hear a lot of uh, me. I'm all I get sharper every time too. You know the pen gets better, the flow gets better, uh, everything. You know sonically, the engineering, the mixing gets better. You know because we got experience, we got life experience. So we sh we spew that through the music. What have you learned, and how have you grown noticeably? And you you don't have to. I know your album's kind of documented from project to project, yeah. but just coming in the game, and I think we, we talked about some broad things before, but. You as a person and maybe just as a man, like what have you learned? Um, I, I think I learned most to trust in myself, you know, trust in, trust in my process, not a process, but trust mm. in my process, you know what I mean? Um, and just kind of staying true to myself and believing in whatever I, whatever I'm going to do and say is going to work. It's the gospel, you know what I mean? It's, it's, the, it's, it's having the that confidence. Yeah, it's having that confidence. And um, Did you ever have self-doubt? I don't think I've ever had self doubt self doubt because I'm a very confident person. But people can plant seeds. Yeah, in yeah. Head. You know I, I think saying? that happens a lot when you get in. Listen, uh, when you get in the game, and even though you were probably phenomenal, <laughs> right. you're now thinking this is the big league, so I have to listen to these niggas yeah, like yeah. dirty here, <laughs> right, you know right, what right. Mean? So they start telling you all type of shit, right? <laughs> yeah, and they start telling you things. Oh, you should do this, or you should add this, or you should take this out. 
Like nigga, what? Like this is fire. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or they might, or it it might be to the point where you like, I want this to be my single. I know my fans are gonna fuck with this. Yeah, yeah. And then they like, nah, we need something different. That's some label shit, nigga. I know my fans are gonna fuck with this. Yeah, yeah. So let's push this. But so that could bring again some self doubt a little bit because you like. I know this shit is hot. I know it could work. And, and, and then and, when you yeah. put it out, you see uh, people really fuck with it. I told y'all it'll work, but y'all didn't put nothing behind it. Mm. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think a lot of that, and we've heard that story a lot, where mm. it's, it's kind of like the vision that they have for you, and I'm talking about the entities that be mm-hmm. when you're signed into a, a system or you're signed to a label. Right. The vision that they have for you might not align with the the vision you have for your music now, and also how you see the growth happening. They're like, "No, nigga, we, nigga, we we need a TikTok song. The fuck is you talking about right now? <laughs> right, right. What you talking about? You about to drop this? We need a TikTok song, nigga. Make up a dance, <laughs> right? This is right? not a TikTok <laughs> yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, completely. No, I, I mean, a lot of growth and lessons, you know. Um, as you go through the industry, I think sometimes it makes people, it breaks them though. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I want to say this too, because what we, we touched on it a little bit earlier is people don't understand like when you come into an industry, any, you, you don't know everything. You know what I'm saying? There's some generational, like it's a, like a LeBron James, right? He came straight out of high school. He just got it. You know what I'm saying? Nigga was phenomenal off top. You know yeah. what I mean? But then you have a Kobe Bryant who it took him some years and he's phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's one of the greatest. So it just, it's like everybody's process is different. And then people put expectations on you and feel like you have, especially in our culture, I feel like if you don't accomplish something when people think you do, then it's a failure. Yeah. You failed, you fell yeah. off or whatever the case may be. Or they don't even give you the opportunity to make it work again. Cause you mm. had your chance, nigga. Like you know what I'm saying. Like Shit. Yeah, that's so funny. And, and by the way, we're talking about this out there, and we could bring it up on here too. Yeah. It, it's I gave an, I gave an artist. Actually, it's younger. It's this younger artist too. His name is uh, Jalil. And you know, I, I, I he brought the question up to me. He said, "Yo, I, I watch your page a lot, even before I got in this game." And he brought up the numbers a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, you report on numbers." He's like, "Like." Like, do you, what do you, what do you think about the intended purpose or whatever it is? And I was just like, man, I could tell it affects people, it affects artists. Mm-hmm. But, but, but I said, I wish it didn't. Mm-hmm. I wish it didn't. Like some of my favorite artists, like they've broken that mold of giving a fuck and also broken. Sometimes you got to break it also with your fans. Cause sometimes fans might go off it. Mm-hmm. They might know, Hey, Yo, he dropped this tape. It didn't do the best numbers, but he dropped this project. It, it, it did better. It, it's not a. It's not just a, a clear indication of, oh, this nigga's career is over. Right, right, right. And unfortunately, it kind of scares a lot of rappers like that, man. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think, for me, it definitely wasn't the intention. Yeah. It definitely wasn't the intention. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I remember when I used to tweet out numbers, I used to be like, yo, what's the most, what's the top three fire songs on the tape? No matter what the numbers was. <laughs> now it was just like, yo, that nigga so what? Right. <laughs> You're like, yo, people are on it. Right, right. But I know an artist who won't drop an album because he's like, yo, bro, I just don't want to get clowned that week. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get clowned. Right, I'm like, right. dog, so you're going to sit on the music for a year. Nah. You got to, you got to let it go. Has that, you know, even coming up and, then getting in MMG and 
mm-hmm. you know, that seemed like a system where people are all looking like, yo, you guys are like the Warriors. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, facts. that motherfucker's <laughs> like the Warriors. So if Steph just dropped 40, everybody dropped at least over 10. Nigga, what you drop? You know what I right, mean? So, yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? So yeah. was That's that something where you had to overcome that type of mentality too? Because it felt like it was a system about numbers and what you could do and accomplishments rather than natural growth and, you know, just. Yeah, and I think that, um, that was a thing where it didn't bother me because I wasn't caught up in the numbers. You know what I mean? Um, so it didn't affect me in any way. But the thing is, when you have people telling you that it is about the growth and the development and we're building something here to be great, but it's not that, then that could be the fuzzy part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I think sometimes that is even where other artists, I can't speak for them, but I feel like a a lot of artists get caught in that matrix of that too, because they're like being told by their labels, like, yeah, you know, don't worry. We just building. This is the first one. The next one, we just going to grow, 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 grow. But you don't get that next one. Sometimes some artists don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some don't even get that first one. You know what I mean? So even me, I put out a debut album on MMG Atlantic. Like, there's not many people who can say they did that. Yeah. Whether it did amazing numbers or not. Wait, what year was that? 15, 14, 2014. I feel like MMG stopped really kind of moving. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I was was about to say. (laughs) Oh, you torpedoed that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's that's what happened, man. (laughs) Nah, but. um, Yeah, I know. Mario, come on after you. Over there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once I seen Omar and Moonwalk on stage and do like three backflips and a spin, I'm like, this nigga twirling like Gabby Douglas. Like, this shit crazy. (laughs) Nah, Omar is my guy, though. Nah, yeah, Omar is my guy. I mean, it's like, again, we made history, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Ross had a press conference. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. The press conference was fire, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, who does that? that's a press what, conference, man? That's why somebody said that Ross is one of the, the best, like, you Come know, on. like, let's, let's say GMs, right? Definitely. And for real, like, no, he, no, the press conference shit was lit. That's what I'm saying. Come on. A press conference? That's, I was invited to the press conference. I, I'm, everybody was. Well, everybody like yourself was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because I wasn't there because I was actually overseas. Y'all was really thinking he was going to announce like some crazy shit. Like, I'm going to space. <laughs> I'm fucking going to space. That's what the beauty of it is. You didn't know what he was going to say. Yeah. Then he's like, hold up, I got this ill roster right here that I'm going to, you know, showcase right now. Let me ask you a question. Just think about all the talented people he had. And by the way, you know, I think there's balance there. Yeah. I'm trying to think at the peak, is there any other, is there any other roster that's fucking with it? Like, you know what I mean? With with the diversity now, right? Right. Like, because obviously we're like, yo, if this is like a, I don't know, like battle for battle. If, if it's yeah. like just bars, like yeah, maybe TDE because they got way more spitters right, than y'all right, would right. have. Yeah, have. Or let's have say to. if it was just like all turn up niggas, maybe. Right. But like, just there's a balance there, yeah, and, yeah. And, by the way, and that's why I thought you were important. Yeah, you were. I, there wasn't a female rapper. There was, maybe that was the only thing. Yeah, that's the only. That was the only thing. Yeah, we did because I think Wale had a really great, unique space. Meek had a great, unique space. Mm -hmm. Ross is so obviously Ross. Yeah, and I think you were the the big gap in. Okay, here's here's the person who's gonna kind of like 
slowly, not compared to like this group because I don't know what happened to them, but like think about damn, I shouldn't even compare it to this group. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say I was gonna say YBN. I was like, yo, Corday was just like, even though Corday outlasted all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, no disrespect to them here, right, but I'm right. like, yo, like Corday started off slower. All the other niggas is like jumping on stage, doing whatever they're doing. <laughs> right. And Corday was just writing and rapping. And then a couple years later, you just seen that's the nigga who lasted. Mm -hmm. But th that's always a facet of hip hop that if you're going to build a roster, mm -hmm. you need that. Yeah. You need that. You, yeah. Like, if, if you're just trying to sign niggas that's going to make singles all day, bruh, you're, you might as well just go play a dice game. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, but right. if you find a couple talented motherfuckers and you, you know, and, and, and that's what you were. And I think, yeah, and I think Ross, you know, obviously he, like you said, GM, like one of the best, if not the best, you know, because he hand, and he hand picked everybody. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he just had a, a great, diverse, you know, group of artists. Um, and, and we, again, we made history. We did some beautiful things, you know what I mean? We made great compilation albums. You know, we shot amazing videos. Um, we documented almost everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, what was that nigga? Was, 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 was it Spliff or was somebody yeah, else? Spiff. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the compilation. Yeah, the compilation joints was fire. Yeah. Holy. Hey, what type of hat is that? That's just fire. This one? Yeah. Oh, this is my man Bari. He, he from Ohio, you know? I see you say all the time. Was it find yourself? Yeah, find yourself. Like, is that Bari? No, no, no. His name is Bari. He, he's just Bari, and he's from um, Ohio. Oh. So, ill, ill. Um, like so, y'all check him out. It. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what camera I'm looking at, but y'all check him out. Yeah, I like the message, Thank man. You. Find yeah, yourself. Yeah, and that's the thing. He has a message with the, all every piece. So, dope. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. I feel like that goes into, like, um, your career arc. Find yeah. yourself. yeah. Definitely, right? and that's that's what we what I've been doing. Like to go back to your question about what what where's the growth or what have I seen me pro progress? I found myself through every pro bit of this this process. Again, I came in wet behind the ears, you know, so to say. You know, what I'm saying I I knew nothing. People would think that you come in and you know everything or you got it together, but everything was learning. When I was on MMG, this is all new to me. We learning. On the fly, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and and it's no life coaches, it's no industry True. coaches. To put ain't no artist development. Ain't either. no artist development. It's like we here. I'm with the wolves. I've jumped right into it. Come on, you just name Wale, Platinum, <laughs> Meek, Platinum, yeah. Ross, Platinum. These are heavy dudes. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I'm right there, neck and neck on records with them. I felt like did y'all do like a cipher or some shit? Uh, yeah, uh, we did the BT cipher. I remember that shit was dope where, like, where every crew did yeah, their shit. Yeah, Fire, wasn't it? <laughs> Fire. Fire. Somebody somebody said. We was at Flex. You know, we did all the the, the hip-hop shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I did like, yo, I feel like that shit's <laughs> lost now, man. It is. This you know? so, this, so I'm like, yo, listen, obviously, I do love a lot of new music. I, you know, I, I, Me too. I, 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 go, I go with the times a lot, but 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 like somebody was, was, was bringing up what do I think is like not necessarily the golden age, but like in the last 10, 15, like what two to three years was like, yo, everything felt good. Everything felt mm -hmm. right. And I don't know. Like, for a you second. You just saying a span of years. Yeah, a span of years. For a second. Definitely I, the years of MMG. Shit. What was the peak year? I would say maybe 13. Mm, 13. 
Yeah, that was a lot of 2012, 2013. That was a lot of representation across across the board and very diverse time in music. And you know Young Money yeah, was big at too. the time. You know what I'm saying? You had Diddy was still he was doing a lot with Bad Boy. You know, he had French was coming and MGK and got you know, it was a lot of different you know circles of music that was making things shake. What do you rank MMG among all of them? After it, by the way, it was great to see Meek and um Ross. Yeah, stage. that was amazing. That was great. Yeah, that, was yeah, like, yeah. that was a good little moment right uh-huh, there, man. Yeah, I love to see it. And I think we was at the top. A little biased, but I think so. Like, Shit, like you I'll said. I'll be surprised if you said anything else. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it just when you look at the roster and you look at the diversity, when you look at, you know, even everyone's careers now, you know, we still are doing um, very well in our respective lanes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And everybody is doing what I, I feel like everybody's doing what they want to do. Yeah. What no, they sought out to do. No, that's how it should be. Yeah. That's that's exactly how it should be. Do you still like communicate with them? Um, I do here and there. Not not really, not really. I, I'm gonna keep it a buck. You know, mm-hmm. I saw I just saw Wale on my birthday though here in New York at a club. It was good to see him. But I don't really I'm I don't really keep up with a lot of people though. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So and it's nothing against them or nothing that is. But that's just me. That's my personality. Well, who do you do music like or? <laughs> Who are your favorites to do music with? So not who you listen to, but like, you know, if you're locking in, it could be a producer, it could be you know, other rappers. I mean, I, I, man, I love working with, um, who do, you know, whoever, you know what I'm saying? Whoever is like, uh, I, I think it, it, it changes because with each project or with each record, it's different. You know what I mean? So it could be a different producer. Um, I do work with like Black Diamond. That's a producer that I work with constantly. Mad Keys, you know, that's another producer. So I enjoy working with them. Very musical, um, you know, play instruments, just like real musicians. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I always enjoy that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that- that's amazing. There's always been an element about the production when it comes to your music that um, it it feels feels almost like you own it. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it, it, it feels that if there's certain artists when you hear the production, but like, oh, that's a so and so type beat. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, that, right, that, right, That's right, what they're right, actually right. doing music like that. So and so type. Yeah, beat. yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a there's an attributable. Um, Sound of like you know instrumentals that I believe, or and it's probably just you just kind of picking the right pocket. Yeah, yeah. Each and every time. That's really what it is. You know, picking whatever feels good, whatever speaks to me. Um, if I, if I if I hear it and instantly words come, you know, th- uh, a concept comes, I'm gonna go with it. You know, I'm all off of feeling. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, shit. The, the hottest producers in the world could give me beat packs, but if it's like not, I'm, I'm not feeling it. I'm not gonna write to it. Why'd you drop it in the fourth quarter? Because I'm difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do it. Nothing easy, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but I, I did it because this. It just felt right. It felt like the time. You know what I mean? It felt, and this was the time where I felt, you know, the most inspired, the most creative, and I put together a great um, body of work. And we, we, you know, we, we ain't paying attention. We, we got to feed the people who need to be fed. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. And I think that a lot of people been missing me and missing, you know, my sound. And um, it was just time. Expectations? Um, just to grow. 
just yeah. to grow, get new eyes and ears. You know what I'm saying? Um, just to grow, uh, hopefully get some, you know, younger eyes and ears too. You know what I mean? I think that's important because again, it's teachable moments. I think, you know, I just want people to know. I, I, I see a lot of, as you do, I see a lot of complaints or people saying like, there ain't no real hip hop or real rappers or people who care or put anything into the music, but we here. Yeah. That's no, a lot. No, that's, that's absolutely true. You know what I'm saying? That's absolutely true. Okay, so I'll ask you the question. I yeah. ask the, I'll throw you an alley-oop because I'm on the media side. Okay. <laughs> that if you want to criticize, you can. Okay. And it's all love. But so what do you feel that responsibility is? Because put it like this, right? A lot of those people will be on my page saying that <laughs> shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I think to myself, right? Because, you know, I've always said when it comes to hip-hop, we're all accountable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No matter what happens, we're all accountable. Okay. And I'll sit back and I'm like, all right. This motherfucker says it's only this type of shit he's seen. Okay, cool. Let me try posting this, but he gonna say who? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, how the fuck do you win? You get what I mean? So it's like, it's like, so I look at it like that, and I'm like, okay, maybe. And I've had this guy. Should I have this conversation with Wale as well too? Like mm -hmm. way back in the day, like probably a few years ago, where sometimes I try to figure out how much should I go with what it seems people want versus what seems to be a balance that I feel is healthy. It's like, you know, you right. know what I mean? Are you just going to eat all of this or are you going to try to have like a balanced plate? Right, you know right. what I mean? Where do you feel that that is? Because um, obviously you're an artist, but you also see the landscape. Yeah, yeah. And is it for lack of support or is it just, oh, because I know on the media side, like yeah. if we want to suck her out of the conversation, we're like, yo, we're just giving people what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So like, that's what I want. I want to flip that question on you as a, as a media person. Do you feel like it's your responsibility to put people on to new things or to, because you can tell people, you can go on your page right now, right? Mm -hmm. This is a fact. Yeah. You can break an artist, right? Uh, no, no, yeah. that's a fact. You could, maybe, you, maybe. for me, for instance, let's take me for instance, you could break me. By, I mean, I'm broken, but you know, yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, but if, you can take you it and answer. be like, Stally, 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 people gonna fuck with it. Mm. You believe that or not? To a certain extent, I feel like it, I feel like there's certain, all right, put it like this, and it's very honest, it's an honest yeah. opinion from a media point of view. Mm -hmm. There's certain themes that always is what my audience is going to be drawn to. Mm -hmm. Man, they do love some fucking drama. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, anything that got some drama into it, they'll look at it. Right, right, right. Because they almost, you know, granted, very much scaled down from the way back in the day World Star, where you could have gone on there. I remember seeing a beheaded on World Star one day. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, I remember that Back too. in the day yeah, when it was I just a I, sight. Yeah, I think I remember Man, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> the, you just click one button and it was just like, yo, just see the uncut version. Nigga, it was the same site. It just had a splash screen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know, so put it like this. I, I agree with you, but, but sometimes I feel like for my audience, they'll, they'll hear the music or they'll look at it and be like, be like, yeah, like even if I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, there's certain shit it. I really like and I'll kind of push a little right, bit more right. and they'll be like, yeah, not interested enough for us. So it's like, right, I remember right. sometimes I'm telling artists, I'm like, that's what sometimes you, you got to almost like, fuck, like, bro, go do an interview with something like nigga, have something. Like, I'm going to try to figure out something <laughs> that they could be because right. unfortunately with, uh, fans 
they don't only just commit for the music these days. Oh, yeah. That's why, that's why I, I question if I could just break a, just a talented artist. Right. It's, it's, it would have to be me doing what a label would do. Like, in the sense of, I need to create a storyline around this motherfucker right. that they could care right, about. Right, right, now, right, if, right. They, if, if, if that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Once they get to the music, they're going to love it. Yeah. But it's, how do you get these motherfuckers who are, they're TikTok fiends <laughs> who are just scrolling up, scrolling up. How do you get them to say, bro, Okay, let me give a project a chance. Right, 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 right. And and I think that's the only the only pushback I would have on that. But to answer the other part of the question, I do believe it is my responsibility mm-hmm. to put it in front of their face. Right. At least on a and pause on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to 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 have some exposure of all types of music and just not only be. Or only show one um, showcase one type of music. Like for mm-hmm. example, like say drill. I do like drill music a lot. Yeah, yeah. But if it's just all drill, that's not good. I, I do believe. Okay, I should post some balance. Right. Right. And I think that's where it goes into the thing I was saying before. Because as a platform, you start looking at what performs. Right. Right. And like for example, like I, I'll tell you on my page, if if like if a motherfucker if if something hit. If I could post about that nigga right there. Right. Right? Right. And if it hits like a thousand, fifteen hundred, damn near two thousand comments, we finna post about it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it becomes almost a platform type of thing to say, well, this is if y'all are reacting to this, yeah. y'all wanna y'all see wanna it. see it, yeah. But but also it, it gets more you gotta contextualize a little bit more because they'll react to him getting jumped, him falling. They'll right. react to Kanye saying he loves some crazy people. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. So, so they'll react to anything. So, you know, th- that's that's a difficult part. And I don't know if my, my other media counterparts would ever be like, you know, try to take accountability for a little bit of it. I'm not always perfect. And, yeah. and, and also at times I do stray, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that's why I love to have conversations to be like, okay, how can we get a little bit more balance, mm-hmm. right? Because there's at times I look at him like, yo, damn, man, it's been a lot of, you know, unfortunately it's part of the culture, but like there's a lot of stuff just either talking about violence, people dissing each other. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I've seen people be like, oh yeah, I only promote And I'm like, that seems to be the ease. That's the lowest hanging fruit right. of what everybody got going on. And also the most talked about. So I got to be a part of that. But of course you want to, you want to have some balance, some balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. You got to have some balance and buffer on, uh, on shit. And I think that that's where, you know, those conversations, I know I want to be a part of in terms yeah. of how do we make sure that great music isn't just being ignored because people only want to see shit. That's violence. Right. 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 You get what I mean? Right. And, and and how could you know people who are talented? Like I don't want to be the platform where people are like, all right, yo, we got talent, so we don't go to academics. You know what I mean? Right. You get what I mean? Right, be like, right. yo, okay, we only go there for the bullshit. <laughs> you you kind of want to be you want to you want to serve at all audiences. Yeah, yeah. At least me, I, I do. Definitely. Yeah. So. And I and I do believe that you know people want it from you know what I mean like because I I follow your page and I see you know people comment or what you post and sometimes they are happy when you post somebody that you normally don't post you know I, what I'm saying I, I'll tell you another thing which I've you know and we've we've actually discussed this right and, and because I'm like okay how could we kind of break free from like some of the stuff and also really give talented people like an opportunity what, one of the rare things that I see, especially people who are lyrical or people who got more bars. Right, right. You know what right, I mean? 
uh, or who ain't just doing dumb antics, they do well on my page. Freestyles, freestyles, kill it on my page. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like those who do good. Mm -hmm. Like no matter who's like, oh shit, this thing going go yeah, well. Yeah. Other than that, for whatever reason, like I post like, yo, this is a dope song. Here's a, here's a piece of the video. Y'all fuck with it, and and I'm in the looking in the comments. It's like, yo, who this? It's like they want. It's like in that format, yeah, yeah, they want to yeah. see the bullshit. Right, right, right. You right. know what I mean? But right. but a freestyle, it feels like it's it's whatever. And, and honestly, sometimes it's just a little bit brainstorming of figuring out the figuring out the format that 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 art could like you know. Past because I have a very young audience that that, yeah, that be watching yeah. me. Like the people that be on my page, a lot of them be like 17, 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of them they lack appreciation for you yeah. know, they're growing up on drill music right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Definitely. to them, they're like, yo, nigga, post Dirk and Young Boy. Yeah, yeah. That's all they want to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. You know what I mean? And shit, like a couple years ago, they were saying just post Uzi. Right. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it, like you said, you can't. You, it's it's a finicky situation. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you never know. How, you can't. You can't please them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's even like that as an artist. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Sometimes your fans like certain records. They want you to stay a certain way. Make you a certain album. That's what it is. Keep Joe making Biden. the same <laughs> song over and over. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it goes both ways for sure. One person who I felt actually broke that mold a little bit. Um. Because at first he wasn't the guy making the music that that like my audience would like. Right. Was that nigga Russ? Oh, okay. And I remember when I started posting him, and I always told people, I'm like, this this always matters in what we post. Mm -hmm. We ain't finna post the shit that's getting three hundred comments. Right. If we see something that get three thousand comments though, <laughs> they used to be hating on him. Yo, yo, fuck this guy. Who who <laughs> listens to him? Right. This, that, that's what he used to say. 3,000 comments. But it's 3,000 comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're looking at like, oh, so y'all are, are getting to the typing. Right, 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 Unfortunately, right. people seem like negativity and hatred. They give all the attention to the world. To now, when Russ is actually showing them, yo, I'm really selling shit out, they're right. like, they feel finesse. They feel mad. They're like, fuck. <laughs> we supported this motherfucker. Yeah, so when Act posts me, hate on me. I, no, I kid you not. I kid you not. I need four thousand hate comments. Yo, I kid you not. I swear that will work. Yeah, yeah. There's an artist right now that's gonna take that's gonna take note of that. Right. Because I'm telling you, if you get posted on the blog, like this is how the blogs work, right? If I post somebody, there's there's a million other smaller blogs. Uh-huh. If I post somebody and they see good reaction, they're gonna. The other blogs are posting it too. Of they all want the same. Yeah, yeah. We all want the same thing. So it's like it becomes a chain reaction of some shit, quote unquote, going viral. And sometimes it's just people just just talking shit. They're just dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I understand when people make declarations like, "Yo, I'm the best rapper." Blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. You know why? You gotta piss these motherfuckers. Off. Exactly. You, you yeah. almost gotta like. You have to like. You I, I forgot what the trigger. word is. You gotta trick. Yeah. You gotta trigger them or trick them into. Like you don't know you, you think you're doing something by hating, right? But you're really supported. Thank yeah, you. yeah, exactly. It's kind of weird. It is. It is weird. I don't know, man. It is. But that's know. why they say um, all publicity is good publicity, whether it's good or bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be. Oh, unless it's like too crazy. Yeah, yeah, of like, course. You know what I mean, it's too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, I don't do. I don't like to do the crazy. I mean, th those comments or commenters, they, it, it doesn't bother me per se because I get it. You freestyle would do amazing on my page. I got you. 
Like if if you send me a freestyle clip, it'll good. I got you. Facts will do good. I got you. You get what I mean? Say no more. Like those are the things. <laughs> like you know, well, and you know what I've been trying to do as well. I, um, because this is how this type of music fan I am. Freestyle is always great. What I've been trying to push more on my page to is is like live performances, like whether in studio. If there's something about hearing a, a track recorded. And you got the you got the master, yeah. right? And just hearing somebody just fucking just rap. It feels like it's at a concert, but yeah. you're hearing it through the, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. I, I love I love try to put I got those. You. That that's good to you know, that's good to know. Well, yeah, those are the content I definitely yeah. love. Absolutely. Especially if it's just rap content. Other than that, it's gonna be like some dumb shit content. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Just, you're not even that type of dude, bro. Yeah, like, you nah. know what I mean? And also I wouldn't even suggest for anybody who's listening, please, I am definitely not yeah, suggesting don't, don't do, do anything you're not. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like there's just ways how you could, you know, really, unfortunately, with with the saturation in the game, you you just need eyes on your product, especially if you're really that's talented. It. Yeah, because if you get eyes on your product, it's gonna build and turn to some other shit, mm-hmm. right? And so, that's my thing is just you know it's all about eyes and ears. It's not the product. It's yeah, not, yeah. that's not the problem. It's it's just getting the people's attention. Like you said, when you got people who scroll up and down all day or spend 15 seconds, five seconds on something, it's how do you get them to lock in? You know what I mean? There's people I, there's people who can't even sit through an hour long sitcom. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Or a series, a show, you know, episode of a series. So it's like, how can you get them to sit down and listen to an hour worth or 30 minutes worth or 40 minutes worth of music? Yeah, no, you know? it's, it's difficult. But when you get, but when, you know, that's why it never, it's never a, a bothers me because I know once you actually sit and lock in, you're going to be a fan. There's going to be something on there for you to like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just about, like you said, getting those eyes and ears on it. Yeah, and, and you know, I think you already have the, the right mentality where with, with these motherfuckers, you, you also got to be persistent, man. Yeah. I always tell, tell, tell artists, <laughs> Like, I know sometimes you think because you have an audience over here, you could just like, oh, I'm going to just do the Hollywood shit and be ghost. Right. But <laughs> there's always a new audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might have an audience that, that'd be on my page, but you you go over to this other pop page and they might be like, yo, who the fuck is that? Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, you know, constantly just putting shit, you know, out there and, mm-hmm. and trying to get that exposure is always always a wave, man. Um, anything else you, you want to... Um, you want to announce that you got coming up? Um, I, we obviously know. Yeah, you, the project. You, you did the video for Bakery? Oh uh, No, I did the that single drop. Um, Bakery is out right now. Um, I did a video for Fresh Linen. I directed it, mm-hmm. so make sure y'all check that out. Um, the project, December 6th, um, Somebody Up There Loves Me. I like that title. Yeah. Spiritual? I mean, it's just what it is. Somebody, what we—it's everything we just spoke about. It's like I'm still here. You know yeah. what I mean? Over a decade, somebody gotta love me. Yeah, yeah somebody's yeah. protecting me. But there's a ton of people down here who love me too. You know what I mean? That's why we still here. Yeah, no, I, shit. That title kind of just reminds me of, you know, when when you think about your journey, especially if you've been through some shit. You, it doesn't have to be a journey of success. Like right. even if you think about some of the shit you've avoided that could have went bad. <laughs> Like, it's hard for you not to believe that somebody's rooting for you. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And so you got to be fortunate. Yeah. Like, you, you got, and you have to have some gratitude. Definitely. Shit. Every day. I like You know what I'm saying? So, and that's exactly what it is. Somebody up there loves me because somebody's protecting me. Somebody's walking with me. Somebody believes 
You know what I mean? That's that, that I, and that's what keeping me believing. You know what I'm saying? So you're you're gonna be directing a video for Bakery too. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be putting out a video for another record called Dillabat that I directed. Mm. So that drops soon. Like the director shit. Yeah, I mean, it's, I like when artists direct. You know why? Because only you know your original vision when exactly. you made the song, and you were turning a vision into. Just an audio song, and then yeah. now you get to visual, you know, put it visually, yeah. And that's that's what it is, you know. I feel like um, I'm always, I've always been very meticulous and hands on with the way I'm seen visually. Period. Whether it's photography or you know, photo shoots or videos, whatever. So I've always had been hands on in in ways. So definitely. Mm. Great. Anything else you want to want to plug? That's Anything? it, man. Um, shout out to you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate, I appreciate you, you for coming. Um, here. Make sure y'all follow me on all social media at Staley S T A L L E Y. Um, yeah, somebody out. Um, somebody up there loves me. December six. Uh, yeah. If you if you guys are watching this on Spotify, which I'm pretty sure you be because it's exclusive Spotify. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go up, up above my head, okay? You're going to go to the search bar, type in Staley. You're going to yes. go to his artist profile. And since he's here in front of us, and I'm guessing you just watched it the entire episode, <laughs> he's going to give you his most recommended, his top three most recommended songs. You got this is a whole fucking tape, though. But yeah. he, he's going to give you his top three favorites off. Off of the new project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say um, King of the Ocean, Bakery, mm. Dillabat. Okay. So those three, make sure y'all check those out. Also, since we are here mm -hmm. on Spotify, make sure y'all follow me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I follow and, that man, bro. Yeah, follow me on Spotify um, so that y'all know whenever I'm dropping music. And um, what else What else we do on Spotify? Yeah, follow me. You know? By the way. Get that, the monthly that, listeners. Uh, I mean, get those monthly, you know, plays yeah, up. By the way, that's you're one of the only artists. And th again, off the record, is, is, we're exclusive to Spotify. People don't realize, like, that's probably the best way to connect with those fans. Tell your fans, they should be not only just checking for your music when you do an interview. They should have your shit on notification. Yes. Because yeah. we, we live in the streaming era now. That's they what should I'm be saying. adding your pre-saving, adding your yes. shit. You know what I mean? They should have their personal playlist of, of your project. Definitely. That's the only way to do it. Because, you know, obviously, if, if, if you get placed on some of these editorial plays, that's a big win. You love it. Yeah. But um, for the fans that you, you do know that love you, there's so much music that come out. Like I know with certain, like certain type of, you know, if a project is about to come out and I pre-save it, it'll mm -hmm. kind of like tell me like, yo, hey, listen, it'll give me a notification. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, it's about to drop. This, this is yeah, good. or this record, or they dropped a record yeah, off yeah. of it or whatever. Yeah, so definitely please follow me. Like he's like said, turn on the notifications um, so that you are, you know, abreast to everything that's going on with Stally and I update my profile my bio all the time I always put new pictures up you know Spotify is ill you know it's like it's own social media yeah, yeah. platform in itself so yeah make sure y'all follow me it's just Stally you know what I'm saying Stally man thank you man yo listen you. You, you, you're, you're such a this is a nice person brother you, you're, you're a wonderful God, energy and um you know for as talented as you are and as hard as you work I know you know, we're going to have multiple of these conversations about, yes. <laughs> you know, you doing a lot more shit, man. Definitely, definitely. Appreciate it's you, just man. the beginning. I appreciate you. Thank you. Listen, man, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Off the Record Podcast here exclusively on Spotify. Until next time, go check out Stally's album, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be out December 6th. Uh, somebody up there loves, loves you. Peace. <laughs>